Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Robert Bruton. It is February 2nd, 2022. Can you believe we're already there? It's like we were celebrating New Year's just the other day, and now we're already into month two of the 2022 year. So anyway, we're going to kind of do a little... Uh, we do these now and again, a little mishmash uh, show that goes into several things that uh, we try to keep it. Uh, in season three, we're going to try to keep things in perspective that are going on in life as far as how we can deal with it. Not We're not getting political or anything, but there's so much that just drives everything that we do every day. So stay tuned. We're going to take a short 60 second break and we'll be right back. Hi, everyone, and thanks again for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. And we've been a little lax in in our uh, uh, season, end of season two and the beginning of season three as far as content, so I apologize. Um, we, uh, we're actually getting ready to move everything and my family to uh, South Texas again, so we're going to be looking forward to being back on the Gulf of Mexico, so I'm excited about that, and uh, I'll have more on that as we uh, get closer, but we're about two months away from uh, everything being done, so we're pretty excited. So anyway... Like I said, season three is really going to touch on things that I'm going to try to keep it into current events, but not get, you know, I'm not really, there's a a lot of stuff going on in the world and a lot of things that people, you know, we see so much division and things like that. And I really just want to talk about how, for example, and like with everything in my show and my books is, is I write on how I deal with it, how I'm learning to deal with it in a uh, a better way that's giving me a much more fulfilling and richer life. And I hope that you're able to do the same with the information that I share. So um, one of the things that, uh, that I really do is I limit myself to what I view every day. Because there's so much stuff you could get so inundated with garbage in your head. You know, that's the whole thing. Remember the old saying, garbage in, garbage out. And I find myself sometimes uh, uh, hostage to that because, you know, you start looking at stuff and then you get angry and you're going, man, why don't they do this? And why don't they do that? And why don't they do this? And and uh, it's just nuts. And so I really limit myself and I would encourage you to limit yourself to what uh, what you're taking in. Because you really still need to take in more positive vibes. You need to uh, not get caught up. You know, it's like politics. I see people losing their mind over politics. And, you know, I've been on this earth for a good long time. And I can tell you that as just a norm, and you hear me talk about this all the time, normal Joe. You know, if these people had to live with normal folks like you and I, uh, maybe their maybe their decision making would be a little different. I don't know. Uh, Career politicians. I don't think, you know, I don't think anybody can disagree on no matter what side of the aisle you're on. uh, You know, it was never intended by our forefathers for there to be career politicians ever. So anyway, that's enough of that. But. 
again, go back to what are you taking in? What are you, you know, while well, you're listening to this podcast show, so that's a good thing. And you're probably listening to other podcast shows. That's a good thing. As long as it's not spilling out bilge, you know, there you can go, you can go get your uh, uh, National Enquirer news that you need. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, what is it helping you? So really focus on what helps you, what helps you stay sane, what helps you stay in the moment, what helps you present a good vibe. I see so many people now um, on on uh, Twitter, for example, that I, you know, I pretty much unfollowed everything that's political. There's maybe a few people on my Twitter page that that I enjoy some of the content that they say, and they don't get real radical. Um, but for the most part, it's really people who uh, are pushing kindness, kind vibes. You know, I, I'm a big uh, animal person, as you guys know, and so. Uh, I follow things that are good rescues and stuff like that. Uh, I do um, enjoy, you know, I'm a filmmaker, so a lot of the stuff that, that we follow is has to do with that. Uh, photography, writing, you know, I have a wonderful writing community that I'm a member of, and I, I just love those people to death. They are uh, always talking about writing, always talking about our craft, and it's really cool. And so that's what I would encourage you to do is find things in your social media feed, if you're going to be on social media, that are encouraging, uplifting, things that, you know, you get jazzed about. You know, why I, I, I watch a lot of things on, uh, you know, uh, a lot of you who know me would laugh at this, but I, I love mountain climbing. I love everything about it. It's the coolest. I think it's one of the coolest sports ever. I because of a lot of reasons, I can really only be a spectator, you know, but I do follow a lot of those guys and the the uh, guys and gals that are a part of that community. And, uh, and it's really cool. Another thing that I follow that I'm real passionate about is uh, uh, ocean stuff that has to do with with ecology of our oceans, uh, ocean trash, for example, the uh, uh, Texas just did a sweep of the Gulf of Mexico, and this is crazy. They picked up 40,000, 40,000 derelict crab traps, meaning that they had floated off, they just didn't get picked up, uh, they're on the bottom of the floor, um, you know, the uh, if they have animals trapped in them, imagine the cost of that as far as what it does to the habitat or ecosystem, you know, and, uh, but then when you think about it, 40,000 traps, crab traps are, I, I want to say somewhere between 70 and 150 to 200 bucks a piece, you know, depending on the size and the quality that you buy. So that math is gigantic. In the in in what people have just abandoned, and so I'm passionate about that, and I I love hearing that they actually collected that, you know, and were able to get it out of the uh, ocean ecosystem and get it in, you know, and, and and get it back on shore. Now you have the other problem of well, you know, do we resell that back to crabbers who do? 
uh, harvest and do harvest the way that they should. And, uh, or, you know, or is that just all going to end up in a landfill? So these are, those are things about the ocean. That's why I'm so, so excited to get back down to, uh, uh, South Texas and get back out on the water and get back, uh, to doing some things that we love. And, and one of those is, is ocean conservancy. So I'm just really, really, really excited about that. And so these are things that I do to keep my head out of, uh, you know, yes, I'm concerned about COVID-19. Am I letting it uh, dictate my life? No. Did I? Um, and, and here's the thing, before any of you get all wild and crazy, I almost died from COVID-19. So uh, I've been down the horrible part of the COVID-19 road. I thank God didn't lose my life. My mother was uh, hospitalized because of COVID-19. And she also has Bell's palsy uh, from getting uh, the jab. So uh, we could get into a real discussion about that. But again, this is not about that. And that's, this is my point. I could get real uh, political and real crazy about all that right now. And I choose not to. I choose to live my life because here's the kind of the way I look at, at, uh, at death and things like that, which is kind of gross to talk about. But, you know, I'm sitting there going, you know, when the good Lord's ready to take me, I'm pretty sure that there's not going to be really much conversation about it, okay? And so when you sit there and you think about when it's, when it's somebody's time to go, it's somebody's time to go. And sometimes that's a sad state of affairs, you know, but when it, when, when it's your time, you know, I, I was revived twice and, and had COVID really, really, really bad. And I didn't die. Therefore, my beliefs tell me that God has a little something more for me to do in my life before he's ready to take me or he would have done it at that time, you know, and because people die under medical care all the time. I received wonderful, wonderful medical care. I love my, you know, and everybody knows I'm a big proponent of, of my frontline folks, my military and and my front lines, my first responders, I, I, you know, I am absolutely all about that because these people in, in so many ways touched my life, especially when I was sick, uh, in, in positive ways. So I have, I have a real affinity and affection for these folks. So, but I could get nasty about a lot of things and I don't because it's, it's really, uh, counterproductive to do that, you know, and everybody's screaming, you know, you, you know, that people who, uh, are not vaccinated or are, are spreading it. Well, how does someone that's not sick spread something? I don't, I don't understand that logic. Okay. Because I see people and I know people who've had shots and boosters that are sick, that are have COVID. And now for the second time, so, uh, you know, there's, there's, it, it could be argued so many ways. So my point is, is don't lose your mind over it because here's the thing that the, and I thought this was a pretty good analogy if I don't say so myself is for, for example, 
How many people a year are killed by a shark? How many people are a year are killed by lightning strike? How many people a year are killed in a freak accident? How many people are killed in this or that way that, you know, it didn't make any sense? How many people died from cancer, heart attacks? You know, there's technology. If you have a heart attack, there's technology that can revive you and save your life. But it also has one limit. If it's your time to go, it doesn't matter how many times they zap you. It doesn't matter how hard the nurse works to give you CPR. When it's your time to go, it's your time to go. So, you know, we're gonna, we're, you know, it, it, and people are freaking out that, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna, uh, uh, these, these unvaccinated people are gonna kill us. Well, if they're not sick, how are they gonna kill you? And and in the same token, doesn't everybody have the right to uh, to choose? What you know, we 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 fight real hard on this, but we won't stop people from smoking cigarettes or stop selling cigarettes or help people get off cigarettes. So you know, it it, it and cigarettes kill more people than anything. You know. It's it, so there, there. You could argue so many ways, and then I'm sitting there going, "But why?" You know, if you work for Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, then I suppose that's your cause. That's that's what you get passionate about. You know, and and these people do fine things. So, but you can't take that home with you, even though you're passionate about it. Um, you're still not going to stop drunk driving, but you can make a dent in it. So if you're doing something like that, that's one thing. But if you're armchair quarterbacking something, that's a whole other, especially if you let it steal your joy. It's one thing to sit there and have an opinion about it. It's like people who bitch about trash. Well, how much trash did you fill in a garbage sack this month from not your home, but from out somewhere, side of the road, uh, park, beach, you know, how much trash did you get off your ass and go pick up? So, you know, you, you have to, you can sit there and you can be about something, but if you're not functioning within that environment, then you know, don't, don't lose your joy over it. You know, if you got vaccinated, God bless. If you didn't, God bless. People have their opinions and rights to a whole lot of things. And you can sit there and say, they're going to make us sick. They're going to kill us. Well, cigarettes are making people sick. Are you stopping that? Drugs are making people sick and die. Opioid crisis is making people sick and die. But are you doing anything about that? I had COVID. I almost died from it. And there was no vaccine and no nothing when I had it. And then when, I, then when the first responder, the people in the hospital were uh, uh, offered the vaccine, most didn't want it. Because, you know, you're sitting there going, and everybody's going, well, follow the science. Well, I, 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 I do. And, and we all re and here's the thing, 
If you sat in a big circle, and you probably did this as a kid, and you said, um, I live in a brown house, and then the next person had to say, I live in a brown house, and it goes all the way around the room. By the time it gets to the end of the room, it's going to be something, it probably is, you know, I love fire trucks. It'll be some off, you know. So er, my point is, is that so much stuff gets twisted and tangled after it's been told four bajillion times that it's never the same. So I can hear everybody screaming, saying, well, then where do we get our good information, you know? Well, that's up to you. But what I'm saying is, is that what can you really do about it? What are you, you know, I see all these people losing their mind in stores. You need to wear a mask, you know? And and I'm sitting there going, you know, they've proven that, you know, my, I mean, there was a big OSHA thing about masks. These masks are basically to keep dust particles and stuff. Well, they're a whole lot bigger than the the stuff that you're going to breathe in from COVID and flu and all that. You know, have I worn a mask? Absolutely. Do I wear a mask with people that um, ask me to? Yes, I will. Absolutely. If you're uncomfortable, I absolutely will put on a mask. No problem. Not a problem at all. And, you know, I take my regimen of vitamins and things like that. I take my uh, zinc and my vitamin D and my vitamin C. And I think there's a couple other things that, uh, that I take. I uh, just can't think of it off the top of my head. In order to prevent me from getting sick again. Because everybody that I'm talking to right now that's getting COVID, you know what their doctors start them on? The same vitamins I just spoke about. And when I was in the hospital, they were giving me zinc. Before I went in the hospital, they were giving me zinc. So, you know, I just would suggest to you that before you lose your mind over all this stuff, you know, you can do what you can do to protect yourself. You know, if you want to wear a mask, then... God bless, wear a mask. You know, if it freaks you out to go into a store, then don't go to the store. Get used uh, Grubhub or some other, you know, uh, deal. Use the uh, stuff at the store where they'll bring it out to you, the touchless, whatever it's called, you know. I think that's pretty cool anyway because it's, you know, uh, I don't have to waste you know, a couple hours in the grocery store shopping, I can just get them to throw it in my car and I'm done. But I still go into the store, still have to go into the store for many reasons. I still have to go to the pharmacy to get my diabetes medication. So, you know, before you lose your mind over stuff, sit down, relax and say, okay, You know, you have to believe in your heart, in my opinion, that, you know, I'm going to live my life the best way that I can to the fullest that I can. Because truly, when it's your time to move on, you know, to pass this world on to whatever's 
awaits us, then live it. Because if you live in this glass bubble, scared to do anything, you know, then what's what's the point? I agree. If they tell us that we have to be inside and lock us up, you know, because it is dangerous, then yes. But in the meantime, do everything you can to, you know, keep your hands clean, sanitize. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But don't lose your mind over somebody else that doesn't. That's their choice. Just as you have a choice to wear a mask, they have a choice to not. If they're not in a mandated place or we're not under some mask mandate. And my whole point is I see so many people on social media that just absolutely lose their mind. And, and I get sick of, you know, a lot of these people I unfollow. Because you know what? I want to hear about positive things. I want to hear, you know, yes, we should all be informed. But get your information not from some Karen screaming or some Ken screaming at the grocery store because you're not wearing a damn mask. So, you know, it, it, like I said, garbage in, garbage out. It's a cliche, but it's, it holds so true in everything that we do, especially in this environment today. Okay, so we're, we've, we've kind of covered that for today. The other thing is, is that, you know, I, I really wanted to talk about, but we're going to take a short break real quick. I'm going to get a drink of water and all that good stuff, and I'm going to come right back. Okay, thanks for staying tuned in with me. All right, so the, the other thing that I want to talk about is something that I see so much of in the community with young people. And, and, you know, I don't have access to good education. I don't have, you know, I'm, I can't get a good, you know, I can't go get a degree. I can't go get a, a, this or that, okay? Well, here's, here's kind of my perspective on a little bit of that is, you know, you can self-educate. If you can't afford school, my, my mother couldn't afford to send me to college, you know, you and I've picked up some college courses and things like that before, but, you know, I just don't, I never did do well in that environment. So the way that I've gone out and done is I've gone out and, and I teach myself, you know, I taught myself finance, I taught myself photography, I've taught myself filmmaking, I've taught myself how to write. And I didn't let school or the lack thereof keep me from doing what I love to do. So you can do these things and there's so many resources and I'm happy to share them. If you send me a note through our website, robertbruton.com, you know, if you send me a, a note and I've had people ask me and I've sent resources that I know where you can go get stuff. But you know what's lacking in all of that? the will and determination to do it. Oh, I'm never going to get nothing. That's society talking. Oh, you ain't never going to get nothing. You ain't never going to do this. Ain't never going to do that. I can't get ahead. These, you know, you got so many people saying that, that they're being oppressed or this or that, you know? 
Well, I know so many. I have such a wonderful, diverse group of friends, business colleagues, customers that come from all walks of life, all different backgrounds. That at the end of the day are wonderful, wonderful people who don't feel like they're being uh, taken advantage of or they can't get ahead because of, of this or that. Back in the 60s, they used to say the man won't let you, you know, you know, the man, the man, the man, you know, which was the government. Holding a working man down. Then work around it. Work through it. Work over it. Work under it. There is, where, where there's a will, there's a way. You know, if you live in, a, a, in, a, in an area that you think is oppressed or oppressing you, then where there's a will, there's a way. Is there a way to uh, take on a side hustle, a side job, and sock that money away to do something to move out, move to a smaller town, move to a smaller community. Is there things, you know, there's, there has to be a way to do that. There ha- there, because there is. That's the whole point. There, there is a way. You know, and, and sometimes it's hard work. Sometimes it, it's, you know, I've been on the street. I lived in my car. I know what that is. I've had my car blow up and, I, and it was such a shitty piece of crap. I just left it on the side of the road because, I, I, one, I didn't have the money to get it towed. Two, I, I wouldn't have been able to get it fixed anyway. And therefore, I'm afoot. Miles and miles and miles away from where I was staying which was on a friend's floor. So you can't come at me that I don't know or that I come from, you know, white privilege or some other, you know, word that they use today. Because if I was so privileged, why didn't I have a better car? And if I was so privileged, why have I worked for so many different ethnically diverse folks in my life? who I was happy to call colleague and friend, you know, and, and they were my boss. Sometimes many, many, many levels. I've worked for Fortune 500s that, you know, I had bosses all the way up to the C-suite that were a very diverse group of folks. And it didn't matter. I didn't get those. I didn't get their job because of the color of my skin. So all of that we can scream and yell about. Is there, is there still problems in this world? Absolutely. Does it still need to be uh, uh, done away with? Absolutely. But if you live in that mentality all the time, are you ever going to get out of it? Again, we go back to what are we putting in our mind and then what are we putting out? You know, I think that if we can, you know, and is, is there, um, there's bad in everything. 
And so, you know, instead of everybody screaming that, you know, do this or do that, something horrible, what's the solution? You know, defunding the police? Well, sadly, there's going to be uh, crime. So, you know, when if someone breaks in your house, you know, and all that's available are social workers, you know, and some guys in there, you know, that's going to do harm to your family, steal your things, harm your children. Is that the person you want to call or is someone from the police department who you want to call? And then all these people I've seen out you know, that are saying defund all these people and then something happens to them, all of a sudden the first people they're calling is the police who come to help them. And I'm sitting there going, but you're sitting there saying these people are horrible, yet you, the first pe- person you called is the guy that you're saying is horrible. So there are solutions. I see it in San Antonio, Texas where there is two police officers in San Antonio, Texas that get dispatched out to situations where it looks like it could be someone with a mental health issue or it needs somebody needs to go de-escalate the solution so it doesn't and they're very successful. There's a documentary film about them. And I thought that was really cool. I think that's a wonderful idea. Because a lot of folks that are in the system, sadly, are there because of mental health issues, drug issues. I think if someone's addicted, that's that's not a a crime. That's a that's, that that that's something that needs help. Folks need help with that. I don't think you should go to jail for that. I think you should go to a hospital, some treatment, get some help. The sad part of it is, is that, that that's not the way it is. So we need to educate folks that there is a better way in this life. When someone wants to quit drinking, they, they darken the door of Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous. When you've had enough, you've had enough. So... The point is, is that, again, we go back to the garbage in, garbage out, you know, either be a part of the solution or just continue to perpetuate the problem. I say be a part of the solution, which is what I like to think that I do with my life. Not only do I do it through this podcast and my writings, but, you know, um, I was looking at some really cool stuff on beach clean. You know, we're going to, I've got some, some documentary stuff that we're going to do when we get down to South Texas. And I've been writing and, and working on that for a long time. And we're going to talk about solutions. You know, everybody's focused on the problem. Well, what the hell? We can all focus on the problem. I can say there's systemic Racism in this world, which in some areas, yes, there is. But in so many, there's not. And that's my point. Let's focus on what's, how to get people to the, to the good part. How do we let folks know that are suffering from this and say, hey, wait, we're over here. Look over here. We're cool. 
I'll shake your hand. I'll work with you. I work with such a diverse group of people. I work from everything from from African American folks, Asian, Russians, um, Jewish people. I, I you know LGBTQ. I hope I didn't butcher that. You know. I work with a very diverse group of folks, Christians, Muslims, Hindus, other religions, Orthodox Roman Catholics, you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I, and I find everyone interesting and appealing. As a Christian, some Christians would say, I need to convert them to Christianity, that Christianity is the way. You know, and I choose Christian uh, beliefs, but I don't think I'm the one to take them there. So therefore, what I do, and and some Christians are going to get really pissed about it, I embrace my Hindu brothers, my Catholic brothers and sisters, Muslim brothers and sisters. We may have a different ideology, but we still are seeking God in a spiritual way. And for me, that's enough. I think when I stand before God and I say, and he asks me, you know, what do you think, Bob? What, do you, what gets you up here? I'd like to say not only did I use everything like Irma Bombeck does, said I used everything he gave me, I got nothing left. But I would also like to say, you know what? I was tolerant of others who may have called God Allah, may have had different Hindu gods. You know, it just, I, was, I, I heard Gandhi talking that in the temple that he had or that as a young man, he, they read from the Bhagavad Gita and they read from the Quran. And he said his, the, he loved the, the teaching because they moved from one to the other as if it didn't make a difference as long as God was being worshipped. And I truly, that hit my heart. And, and, and I believe in that. And I believe he's a good man and I believe he is in heaven as his religion sought him to be. And so I, I think that we all have to learn that no matter if we have the same direction and the same goal, we may be going about it on a different path, but that doesn't make the path wrong. You know, I see, I see so many things in, in, in history where we've gone to war over religions and I'm th- sitting there thinking, you know, these people have been practicing this religion. And I'm not talking about fundamentalism. I'm just talking about normal religious beliefs. But these people have been doing that since for centuries, not, not years, centuries. And we're going to go ahead and tell them that that's wrong? That's mm, not 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 my deal. That's not I, I. And that's just my choice. You can choose something different. But that's the beauty of it. And what happened to? We'll just have to agree to disagree, and still be friends. Still be able to shoot pool, drink a beer, go fishing, watch a ball game, 
be friends, or simply just be tolerant of each other. If we have to agree to disagree, what happened to that? Where's it gone? Because I sure as heck don't see it too much anymore. So be careful what you're putting into your head. Be careful how you treat others. I, I love and I always read, tweet or, or, or uh, agree or put a comment on people who say, you know, I have a, I have a, a, a Twitter friend that I, I think is a really nice person. And she's always tweeting, did you make somebody smile today? And I remember that because I love her content and it's cool. And I have a, there's another um, person that I follow, another woman that I follow who always is talking about uplifting content and she's cool. You know, she has good stuff and, and, and you have to remember to be kind for the older folks this will be funny. Be kind, rewind. For you younger folks, you need to ask your mom and dad, what does be kind, rewind mean? Especially if you, didn't, uh, if you weren't uh, uh, a blockbuster video. Uh, uh, if you've never been to a blockbuster video, be kind, rewind. That you'll, you Ask your parents, they'll tell you if you're, if you're younger. <laughs> so, you know. We, we can all do better. We can all be a part of, you know, a solution instead of the problem. There are many, many things and many things where people are being oppressed in so many different ways. We have horrible media coverage, you know, most of the time. You know, Walter Cronkite, I remember, for those of you that are old enough to remember from Walter Cronkite, you know... Anytime someone expressed an opinion on the news, from Edward R. Murrow down to Walter Cronkite, uh, you know, the, 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 the guys who actually were, in my opinion, true journalists. If they were going to do an opinion piece, it literally was not part of the news, ever. It was, it was a special event. You know, this is the views of this person are not necessarily, you know, and you still see that today. But it was a, an event where someone was going to express an opinion. But the news of itself was presented in a way both sides were, were clearly lined. And then you were able to, as an American, give your own opinion you can say, okay, now I see things from both sides. So you see things slanted now, and I'm sitting there going, where is journalism in that? Because it's slanted. You're not saying, you know, if you uh, dislike a certain political person, okay? So you present what one side believes and what the other side believes, and you leave it there for people to go, okay, let me mull that over. Let me talk to my family. Let me sit around the dinner table and have that conversation, as politicians like to do, you know? No, I, I really don't know anybody that sits around the damn dinner table anymore and, and, and does that, you know? Most, most people are so busy. You got kids playing video games. You got moms and dads that work, you know, 
all the time. And it's hard to sit down at the dinner table and have that conversation. And they make it sound so Norman Rockwell, it makes you want to vomit. Because it's not Norman Rockwell. It's our lives that these people are talking about and dictating different things about. So if it's on the shitty side for you, then we have to learn to improvise and adapt. You know, if taxes are higher, you know, we, we, if gasoline goes up, well, you still got to go to work. And that's going to lead me to my closing point. Life is still going to go on no matter what happens. I've had this, the, the, the sad thing of, you know, last year I lost my father to cancer and, uh, uh, I've lost some friends to, uh, uh, suicide. I've seen a lot of death this last couple years. I almost damn died myself. And the one thing that, that's, that you can rest assured is everything, the life's not going to stop it for you. It's still going to go. You know, my father passed away and I had, my phone was blowing up with people wanting to talk to me about all kinds of things. And I'm sitting there trying to grieve the death of my father. And what it's taught me is that no matter what happens, life's going to keep going. I can, you know, I see people, you know, go through all kinds of things, job loss, this, that. But you know what? The bills are still there. The life's still going to go on and everything's still going to move forward. How we deal with that as far as, you know, I've, I've been able to take some time and process these things. But the one thing that I know is that life didn't stop just because I had a tragedy in mine. And life's not going to stop just because you have a tragedy in yours. So we learn to quiet our mind and roll with it. You got to learn to not freak out and to learn to roll with it. And that's been a long journey and process for me, I can tell you. But it's one that's been damned worth it. So be kind, you know. Watch what's going into what you do. We can have opposing views, you know. And I go with the thing with Joe Rogan. And I saw something really interesting about that. You know, all these musicians that were, are, you know, saying, you know, he's doing all this. What about their music lyrics that promote drug use, promote sexual promiscuity, that promote reckless lifestyle but especially promote drugs and all these people are now taking a stand wait a minute uh and that's my whole point you know before you start throwing rocks in your glass house maybe maybe we go back and say maybe that was not a good choice are they entitled to their opinion yes are they entitled to force, you know, Spotify to make a, a, a horrible decision, you know, that takes everything away from what they're trying to, to do just to push a political narrative? There's plenty of music lyrics out there 
in plenty of movies that that cross a line. Yet we're willing to to hurt someone for their views, but we're but we didn't hurt you for yours. Because it didn't hurt you. Now, if we were going after Eric Clapton, for example, for sing, singing a song about cocaine, you know, that promotes, you could say that that, that promotes drug use, that promotes um, cocaine, that promotes, you know, Colombian drug lords, that promotes uh, Mexican cartels, that pr- promotes all these horrid things and promotes drug use that has killed how many millions of people So, you see, when I, you know, they're, they're, you, you kind of have to stop before you lose your mind and say, wait a minute. That could be, that could be construed as, as misinformation, disinformation, whatever the new buzzword vernacular is. It's like disenfranchised. That was never even a word until Washington, you know, invented it. So it's it's just something, you know. It, you you just kind of have to sit there and go, wait a minute. Before I lose my mind, before I lose my shit, before I let it steal my joy, before I let it affect me so that I I I don't function very well. What's 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 the backstory? What's the real thing behind it? And let's agree to disagree if we need to. Let's be respectful and be kind. If you want me to wear a mask and I'm not wearing a mask, I'll wear a mask. If I'm uncomfortable, you're sitting there coughing, say, dude, can you put on a mask or something? Do you have COVID? You know, or, or do you think you have COVID? But I do everything to protect myself. You know, we keep hand sanitizers. We keep hand wipes when we go to the grocery store to wipe the handles off the, the carts and, and things like that. I don't want to spread it. I don't want somebody to get sick because of me. So you do what you do. You do what you can. But you certainly don't lose your mind over it, okay? So think about all that for a little while before, you know, you let your inner Karen or your inner Ken come out and blast somebody. Or before you get so scared because you're so scared to go do anything that, you know, take the proper precautions that make you feel safe that keep you safe and live your life. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You could step off a curb and fall and be done. It could be a freak accident. You never know. So don't live with that fear. Live with what you think is going to make your life the best that it can be and go with that. All right. Everything that we have is on robertbruton.com. We have a new merch shop open. Oh my God, I forgot to say, we're, we got a, a new Shopify. Uh, I'm, I'll talk about it more, but uh, we got some really, really cool merch that we're going to uh, be selling. Uh, it's not, it's, it's, we got some funny t-shirts and I still, we still have our stuff out on TeePublic that's, um, you know, we sell all kinds of funny t-shirts and, and things like that. I, I love that part of the business, but we kind of ramped it up a little bit with our new Shopify stuff. We got some really cool gear coming out that's, uh, 
fun for uh, outdoor life and things like that. Um, you know, just some loungewear and some cool stuff with some cool designs. And uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, we've got some uh, neat hats coming out, uh, you know, that are cool, um, that are fun designs that uh, you could wear and use anywhere. So it's all stuff that makes us happy. And I, I love I love our funny t-shirts because here's the thing. It's, it's you know, it, it, when you can make people laugh, if we do it more, this is all my whole point with, with our merch, is, is a lot of it is stuff to make people laugh. You know, things that are, you know, that get people thinking and, and, and just smiling and having a good day. And that's all of it is, is let's be nice. So anyway, I'm excited about that. Um, we're still probably a couple weeks. Uh, I'm probably going to try for a March 1st uh, launch. Uh, we're, we're close, but we still need to, uh, I'm still getting some more, uh, designs and things loaded up that, uh, uh, so we can get them on, uh, different, uh, uh, products. We're going to have everything from loungewear, hoodies, uh, t-shirts, hats, uh, beach sandals. I mean, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, I've got some, uh, uh, some cool rock climbing helmets that we're going to do. Um, we've got some LED light stuff. Uh, some really cool stuff that's coming out that'll get you outdoors. Um, we're coming out with our own line of tents, sleeping bags, uh, some camping gear. So you'll look for that. That's all part of our flight risk uh uh, pro, our flight risk stuff. For those of you that don't know, uh, we now have a company called Flight Risk, and it's uh, your chance to escape. So it's pretty cool. Got some cool stuff coming out with that. So we're really excited about that. Remember, be kind. Give somebody a hug if uh, uh, you can, and uh, be sure when you get home today to tell everybody, you know what I thought about you guys today, and I love every one of you. Give everybody a hug and a kiss. All right, this is Robert Bruton with the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. Bye for now.